And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the president of SARM highlights the need for improved broadband service. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Grain transportation, dry soil moisture reserves, and improving internet and cell phone service will be among the issues discussed at the annual Regina District Rural Municipalities Convention. The two-day annual meeting opened today in Regina. SARM President Ray Orb says rural Saskatchewan needs better broadband service. We want to make sure that it's enhanced in Saskatchewan. Uh, we've asked that of our provincial counterparts as well to make sure that high-speed internet and cell phone coverage is expanded and uh, that it's available on a wider basis in rural Saskatchewan. Some of the other issues we're going to talk about, we're going to mention Bill C-49, that's a grain transportation bill uh, that's pending now, I believe it's at the, uh, at the Senate. Uh, it's been held up a bit and we're a little bit upset that it's being held up because we think that the regulations, the legislation should be already in place to uh, foster a better movement of grain. SARM President Ray Orb speaks at the annual Regina District Rural Municipalities Convention tomorrow morning in Regina. Farm Credit Canada says Saskatchewan farmers should watch five key trends in 2018 to stay profitable. Craig Clemmer, principal agricultural economist with FCC, says the most important trends include energy prices and balancing farm income and expenses. We're looking at investment in agri-food and, and the ag business sector and continue the momentum that we've seen coming into 2018 and, uh, and carrying forward. We're looking at, you know, balance sheet of agriculture and, and how healthy Canadian agriculture balance sheet currently is. We're looking at energy prices um, and the impact of uh, energy prices are going to have on, on farm health. We're looking at the global economy and the strength that the global economy is going to provide for opportunities for Canadian agriculture and where we see how that's going to potentially help Canadian farmers in the export markets. What do you see as the key thing, one or two items, the top two items that farmers should look at? Well, I think right on the farm, the ones that's going to impact you the most directly at the farm level is obviously energy prices and the farm balance sheet. When I look at those ones there, we're seeing commodity prices tightening up right now. We're seeing uh, large growth in, in terms of overall production internationally, and that's helped, that's putting that pressure on prices. So we're not likely to see incomes rising as much. So I look forward here and looking into 2018, it's going to be about making strategic investments. The environment for interest rates remains favorable in terms of making those strategic investments. But we've got to make sure that we understand and uh, the revenue side of things that things might not be as strong as they have been. So that's a, a bit of a caution flag, but I think it's still an opportunity moving forward. And then conversely, when we look at that energy side of the things, we look to see quite a bit of stability in the energy market. Uh, we still have quite a bit of supply of oil and natural gas in the market. So that should limit that inflation that we would see on input prices. So when I think about what's going to happen at the farm level, I think those are the two things that we need to be watching very closely into 2018. And, you know, there are more some caution signs, but I think there's still some great opportunities for, for farm health with that, too. So you see a lot of optimism, but there's caution out there for farmers, is what you're saying? Absolutely. I mean, we've gone through some incredible times here, and people have built, built some very strong balance sheets. They've made some very strategic investments, but we've also seen some large increases in land values over that time period. Right now, when we look at what's happening, we have interest rates starting to rise. We have commodity prices that have come down and tightened up. So on that revenue side of things, it's a bit tougher. So, you know, we continue to be doing quite well overall. But And we got to be cautious of some of those things that we're seeing, that commodity prices aren't increasing. 
and that's going to maybe pressure some of that revenue side of things. So it's about making some good strategic investments. It's about making some good decisions and protecting that balance sheet to make sure that you have that liquidity and flexibility to adjust to the market conditions as, as they change not only in 2018 but beyond as well. This adding value to farm products, you see that as an important part of the uh, thing to watch for as well as consumer buying habits. Yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting trend. You know, we continue to see investment in Canadian agriculture. We've seen investment in pea processing. We've seen investments in dairy processing. We've seen investments in grain handling over the last couple of years. And all those things just create new market opportunities for Canadian producers. So those new investments are going to be important. I think they're going to be some things to be watching. And and how does that impact the crops or or your planting decisions? Not so much right now in 2018, but beyond. And how does that open up some new doors? So I think that's pretty exciting. And that really kind of goes along with that keeping up to changing consumer demands and making sure we're on top of those changing consumer demands and, and creating those opportunities. You know, one of the most prevalent ones right now is what we see on the uh, investment in plant-based proteins. And that's been something that we've seen quite a bit in the news and, and investment in our announcements for potential investments in that sector. And, you know, what does that mean for uh, pulse acres moving forward? So I think those trends are quite important to be watching and, and create some interesting buzz and some neat opportunities for producers here in Western Canada as well. Craig Clemmer is an agricultural economist with Regina-based Farm Credit Canada. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Five people will be inducted into the Saskatchewan Agricultural Hall of Fame in April. The official announcement was made this morning at the Western Development Museum in Saskatoon, which is home to the Agricultural Hall of Fame. Those inducted include Dr. Henry Clausen, known for his work in poultry research, teaching and extension at the University of Saskatchewan. If I have a, a talent that's able to recognize where the problems are and then tr- and try and ad- address those problems with research, anything from the feeding programs that are being used now uh, to the way birds are managed and housed in terms of looking not only at how they perform but how their uh, welfare is affected by those management programs are all things that, that, that I've been working on with, with, of course, a very large complement of other people that, that are needed to, to do that kind of work. Dr. Brian Fowler will also be inducted into the Agricultural Hall of Fame. Fowler pioneered winter wheat development in Western Canada and is a leader in no-till agronomy. His work with winter wheat has created vital nesting habitat for waterfowl and upland game birds. Vern Rax is prominent in the animal nutritional field as a director at the Saskatchewan Feed Testing Lab and founder of the Prairie Feed Resource Centre. Joan Heath from Radisson is a farmer and has served in several capacities with agricultural organizations, including being a current board member with Cereals Canada and a past chair of SAS Canola. It's been really interesting to watch it evolve, and I started really young with the canola growers. If, if they hadn't taken a chance and hired me, none of this would have been possible. They were just tremendous mentors, all men, I might add. It's very possible for women to have very strong male mentors. and. To see the, the changes in canola, you know, to see commissions who didn't have a lot of resources but had very clear ideas of what they wanted to accomplish, and then to see all the ways that canola has progressed, but so many more challenges as well. Heath says she also acts as a mentor in the industry. I have, for sure, for many, many years, probably more in an informal way, and I think um, some opportunities have just been presented to me, which I'm really thankful for, to, to do that in a more formalized fashion. The fifth inductee into the Saskatchewan Agricultural Hall of Fame is Doug Howe, a cattle producer from Moose Jaw. 
Howe is a successful breeder of both Charley and Red Angus cattle and has also been a volunteer with Canadian Western Agribition. I've been honoured by being able to judge some of the major shows here in Canada, uh, seeing major breeds, all other breeds, I've judged pretty near all of them, to see the differences. I think that that has certainly opened my eyes and I think more people should do it, get outside what the breed that they have and, and look at others because there's lots of good ones out there. Howe was asked about competition between the various breeds. There is to some degree. I wish it was a lot less. Uh, we should be selling red meat, not the colour of the hide, is, uh, is what I believe in. And uh, we should be putting our promotion towards selling red meat and not selling red, white, blue, black, whatever colour that you pick. Doug Howe, Joan Heath, Brian Fowler, Henry Clausen and Vern Rex will join the other 236 people in the Saskatchewan Agricultural Hall of Fame. The induction ceremony will be held April 21st in Saskatoon. Radiant Solutions says bitterly cold weather caused widespread wheat winter kill this week in parts of the U.S. Midwest. The U.S.-based analytical firm says snow cover was sufficient in the northern plains and northern Midwest to protect wheat from damage. However, snow cover was very thin in the central and southern U.S. plains and southern Midwest. The company says widespread winter kill occurred across southeastern Colorado, much of Kansas, far northern Oklahoma, central Missouri, southern Illinois, and southwestern Indiana. The senior agricultural meteorologist with Radiant Solutions, Don Keeney, says damage occurred in about a quarter of the red wheat belt in the central plains, with about 5% of the soft red wheat belt in the Midwest being affected. He says there could be additional winter kill tomorrow if lows drop below zero Fahrenheit in exposed areas of southern Indiana, southern Ohio, and northern Kentucky. But he expects just minor damage to soft red wheat. Over the past several weeks, nearly 60 people in Canada and the U.S. have become sick from a dangerous strain of E. coli bacteria, likely from eating romaine lettuce. There's also been one death in Canada related to consumption of tainted lettuce. Canadian health authorities recently identified romaine lettuce as the source of the outbreak in Canada, and at least one local grower says demand for local produce has skyrocketed since the announcement. Chris Bueller is a co-operator of Floating Gardens, a hydroponic greenhouse operating year-round near Saskatoon. He says a good vegetable producer will avoid getting any water on the plant's leaves. Our lettuce is grown in float culture, so it's, it's growing on rafts that float on water. So the leaves never get water on them. And we, we start them sort of at the one-leaf stage. We transplant them into float beds for uh, about six to eight weeks, depending on the time of year, and then we harvest them. Bueller says an indoor environment is perfect for growing lettuce, but he says it's also perfect for potential toxins to spread. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson Hall as well. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell 50 cents at 467.54. Oats went up 77 cents at 152.67. Number one red spring wheat decreased 92 cents at 233.91. The rest were unchanged. Durham 269.29. Feed barley 174.63. Flax 461.68. Yellow peas 238.54. And feed wheat 136.48. 
On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March spring wheat is up a quarter cent at 6.20 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 2nd. We haven't had a slaughter sale since December 13th. There were a million of them on the market at that time. There won't be so many now, so we expect the market to be higher. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.90. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.70. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1 to $1.10. We haven't had any feeder cattle on the market for about a month, but we expect them to be higher as well because the cattle fe- feeder futures on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange have really picked up. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,600 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 135 to 142 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,200 head, selling in a range of 140 to 145 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 10 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2533. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.74 cents US. While there is still some question regarding how the wholesale pork markets will perform in the post-holiday period, estimated operating margins are still trending above average for this time of year, near $37 USD per hog. Lean hog futures benefited from the cash market support seen in yesterday's trade, with the June to December contracts closing yesterday's trade at new contract highs. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Periods of light snow, wind southeast 20, the high minus 8, the low minus 14. Tomorrow cloudy, wind southeast 20, the high minus 10. Tomorrow night cloudy with the low minus 10. Saturday cloudy, the high minus 5, the low minus 9. Sunday partly cloudy, the high minus 2, the low minus 9. Monday sunny, the high minus 3, the low minus 16. Tuesday, cloudy, the high minus 12, chance of evening flurries. Tuesday, the low minus 19. Wednesday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 17. The normal high for this time of year, minus 11. The normal low, minus 23. The sun rose at 8.59 this morning. It sets at 5.08 tonight. Round the province, Estevan minus 13, Saskatoon minus 10. Swift Current minus 4, Weyburn minus 13, Yorkton minus 15. Regina, light snow, it's minus 13, that's 9 Fahrenheit. Winds southeast at 25. The wind chill minus 22, humidity 84%, the barometer rising 102.7. Light snow moose chill minus 11, east southeast at 17. Once again, Regina light snow minus 13, that's 9 above Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.